The crossover. Welcome you in. After your holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. So I'm watching Fox Sports this morning. And I see Nick Wright, who is in a love affair with LeBron James. And he's all over Fox, arguing with Doug Gottlieb, who I've actually developed a little bit of respect for. And he just is nonstop saying LeBron James is the greatest thing since sliced bread. And it just made me sick. I mean, every time Nick Wright does anything... He's referring to LeBron James as the greatest ever. LeBron James can do no wrong. Legit, LeBron James could take a shit next to Nick Wright, and Nick Wright would say it was the best damn shit he's ever seen. It's the best thing ever. LeBron can do no wrong. LeBron who complains after every missed call. LeBron who flops. LeBron who went to Miami to team up with two other superstars. And then came back to Cleveland, who had two other stars on the team, and who's going to leave Cleveland and go to Houston with two other stars at the end of this year. LeBron is the greatest ever. And all Doug Gottlieb said was, you know, maybe the torch is finally being passed to Kevin Durant. who Kevin Durant has played lights out for the last couple seasons. You know, dating back to the LeBron James, Kevin Durant NBA Finals in which Kevin Durant outshined LeBron down the stretch. And I go back and forth with LeBron. I'm kind of in the middle. I I really like LeBron and I really don't like LeBron. Anytime someone compares, you know, LeBron to Michael, I I have an issue with that. I mean, I'm always going to be a Michael guy. That's just how it is. I'm go- Michael's always going to be number one. There isn't anything LeBron could do. He could average a hundred. It's going to be it's going to be Michael for me. But I am objective. I mean, you look at the numbers, which is all Nick Wright goes off of. LeBron's numbers are are amazing across the board. They're sensational. Probably the best in NBA history. He's the best all around player. But that doesn't stats stats don't equal greatness. If you're going stats, Kareem is the greatest player. Wilt is the greatest player. Wilt averaged 25 rebounds and 50 points for a whole season. And I don't care if you're playing in a YMCA league. That that's ridiculously hard to do. I never averaged double digits. You know, I mean, I'm not these guys. I, these guys are unbelievable. They're amazingly talented. LeBron may have been passed by Kevin Durant, and it's it's a good argument to have. Is KD the tops in the NBA? He, I think so. I think I think LeBron could be losing a step, and that's not any that's, that's not a way to diminish LeBron or his accomplishments. The guy has been the best player in the NBA for over a decade. He has. He's been the best all-around player probably ever. I mean, LeBron should win the MVP basically every season. Every single season. I mean, he was a better player than Russell Westbrook last year. I mean, Russell shot about 43% from the field. 
LeBron, if he wanted, could average a triple-double. I just I struggle with calling LeBron the greatest ever. I really do. I really do. But Nick Wright is just awful. His takes on, Le- on LeBron are just... They're just annoying. It's like, Nick, do you even watch the games? Or you just sit there and look at the numbers and look at the PER and the plus-minus... And then you get on national TV and you just run your fucking mouth. Is that what you do? Because that's what it looks like. You know, Nicole Wright doesn't really have anything to back up anything when it comes to LeBron. Nikki Wright just says, LeBron is number one. He's better than Kevin Durant. He's better than MJ. The same segment every single day. That's all Nick Wright does. Don't watch this buffoon. Watch someone with real knowledge like Shannon. I mean, Nick Wright has done this for years. Just bashing everyone else who's not LeBron James. He does it every segment on Fox. And it's not just LeBron James. He'll, he'll pick a take. And he only goes by the numbers. He never sits down and watches the game. He doesn't watch LeBron. He says he watches every possession, but I've watched a lot of LeBron. He's not the greatest ever. He's not. And there's there's a reason. There's several reasons why. If you want to go numbers and just stats, all right, you'll win that. I mean, 27-7 or 27-8-8, from the field. I'll give you the reasons why I think he's not, and then I'll give you the reasons why I think he could be considered the greatest of all time. The reason why he's not is because I don't think LeBron has that Michael gene in the playoffs. I think LeBron's good in the playoffs. I don't I don't think he's I don't think he can will his team to victory like Michael could. Like Magic could. I don't th- he just doesn't have that instinct. To do that. That killer instinct. And th- this is all just opinion. I mean, you, you, you're you going to go off your own opinion. Of who you think is the greatest ever. The reason why I think he is the greatest ever. Is, I mean, I don't know if Mike could have taken that one Cavs team from like 06. That was filled with Mo Williams and all those scrubs. To the NBA Finals against the Spurs. You remember that team? It's the worst team ever to go to an NBA Finals. I mean, that team was horrible. Horrible awful. Just just absolutely terrible. And I think LeBron gets an unfair rap because of MJ. But Will Chamberlain only won two rings. Can we not argue he's one of the greatest ever? Can we not argue Will is top 10? You know, Jerry West didn't win as many rings as he should have. You know, where where is he all time? Jerry West is, is top 30, probably top 20. I mean, come on. Larry Bird won three rings earlier in his career. He didn't win again. A lot of people have him in, in their top five. And then LeBron came back to the land he had one star in Kyrie Irving and a solid role player in Kevin Love. Kevin Love, who's softer than Charmin. And he led the Cavs 
to the NBA Finals. He went down, th- I think it was 3-1. to one. And, and he beat the Golden State Warriors, who had won 73 games. I mean, that that is equal to, like, three championships in my eyes. I mean, you got to be fair. Come on. Come on. He took the Cavs. They were down 3-1. They had no chance. Everyone wrote them off. Everyone. One game at a time. Clawed his way back. Clawed his way back, and then in Golden State, he wins the game with that block. I mean, he must have taken off from the foul line. You got to give LeBron his credit. Cleveland hadn't won a championship. I don't know if they had won ever. It'd been over fifty years, if ever. I, I don't know if they they had won. He won a championship. The whole city's been cursed. They can't win anything. I mean, have you seen their football team? I mean, there's some Division One football teams that probably could give the Browns a run for their money with Deshaun Kaiser at quarterback. LeBron, he needs to get his – he's top five. He's top three all time. I mean, anywhere you want to put Michael, Magic, Bird, and Kareem, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I mean, Bird can't be the best all time. I mean, the best of all time is pretty much limited to Mike, LeBron, Magic, or Kareem. Those are the top. Those are the top four. You can't put Bird number one. You can't. I mean, I think the Bird, I think Larry Bird did more with less, being that he wasn't athletic. But LeBron as number two? There's no problem with that. That's not an insult to LeBron. This, for me, is a popular segment, and I've wanted to talk about it. It's Manu Ginobili, a Hall of Famer. And everyone I ask says, Manu's a Hall of Famer. Undeniably, undeniably, he's a Hall of Famer. Of course he is. Well, I'm like, well, how is it of course? I'm going to channel my inner Nick Wright. He averages, for his career, 13.4 points a game, three rebounds, three assists a game. Is it the Hall of Very Good, or is it the Hall of Fame? You know, Manny Ginobili has been amazing in spurts, but when was the last time, how many years has it been since Manny Ginobili was unbelievable? I mean, when was the last time Manu took over a game and was absolutely dominant. Is Manu a guy who was unbelievable because of the system, because of Greg Popovich? Or is he truly a Hall of Famer? I mean, 13.4 points a game, three rebounds and three assists. He's like the Joe Namath. Maybe that's a little harsh because Joe Namath was awful. He shouldn't be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But I just like to hear people's arguments that Manu is a first ballot Hall of Famer. And I get it. The Basketball Hall of Fame isn't just about the NBA. It's about him leading Argentina to a fucking medal. You know, I get that. You know, I get how challenging that is, but... 
you look at his career stats, and I just think they're underwhelming. 13.4 points a game. He never led the Spurs in, in scoring. He never led them in any category. And that's a lot to do with Tim Duncan, but he's never, never was the best player on his team. I don't even think he was ever the second best player on his team. I mean, that would go to Tony Parker. And I don't know if Tony Parker's a Hall of Famer either. I just don't buy that he's a Hall of Famer. I think it has to be a standard of the best players. It doesn't have to be based on scoring, I guess. But it's got to be the best of the best are in the Hall of Fame. 13.4 points a game, 3 rebounds and 3 assists. I'm not buying I mean, I guess Scott Pippen only averaged 15 points a night. I mean, several players didn't even average 20, and they're in the Hall of Fame. It's not all about scoring, but that's just that's 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 just so far down. Dikembe Mutombo is a Hall of Famer. On what planet is Dikembe Mutombo a Hall of a Hall of Famer? Only this one. I mean, Dikembe Mutombo was never even close to the best center in the league. And that's when centers were like every team had a, had a center. But Dikembe Mutombo is a Hall of Famer. Bill Walton is a Hall of Famer. Now, Bill Walton, if you base him on his college career, sure, he's a Hall of Famer. His pro career, underwhelming. Underwhelming at best. Manu's career, underwhelming. He's had some great moments, but so did John Starks. Is John Starks a Hall of Famer? No. Is George Hill a Hall of Famer? No. What about Larry Hughes? I mean, Manu's better than those guys, but I, I just don't think it's... I don't think he's Hall of Fame worthy. It's not the hall of the average. We're not just letting everybody in. It's not Golden Corral. Everybody gets a seat at the buffet. Everyone eats. Manu has never been even close to being the best on his team. I just... Don't get me started on Joe Namath either. That is the biggest pile of crap that he is in the Hall of Fame. Look at his numbers and tell me I'm crazy. Tell me. So Joe Namath for his career passed. He had a 50% completion percentage for his entire career. He threw more interceptions than he did touchdowns. His QB rating is absolutely horrendous. And I know the pundits are like, well, in that era, we didn't throw the football. We ran the football. And Joe Namath pointed to the sky and with his finger raised and said the Jets were going to win. I know. I know Joe Namath's story. He, he said he would beat. He said he would win the game, and then he went out and miraculously won the game. And that's the only game... Of his career that he played decent. 
Joe Namath was trash. Look at his stats. This is what bugs me about Hall of Fames. Is it a popularity contest or is it really based on on the best of the best? Joe Namath is awful. He was awful at quarterback. If Joe Namath played now, I don't even know if he'd make a roster. I honestly don't know if he'd make a single fucking roster. He might, but he's not a, he wouldn't be a starter. And if he was, he'd be average at best. He'd be worse than Trent Dilfer. I mean, another guy who's overrated is Troy Aikman. You look at Troy Aikman's stats and tell me that he wasn't overrated. I know, he won three Super Bowls. He lit it up in the postseason, so you got to let him in. But 30,000 yards passing, you know, his completion percentage, his interception, you know, his turnover to interception ratio is suspect at best. He really just had a short stretch where he was solid. He's overrated. Overrated. Jeff George has better stats than Troy Aikman. Is it the Hall of Average or very good, or is it the is it the best of the best? That's what I want to know. If that's the case, Michael Vick should be in the Hall of Fame. If we're going to let Joe Namath in, Vick should get in. Devin Hester should get in. Guy couldn't read a book, but he could return kicks, and he was the very best to do it. The very best. So I guess Devin Hester should get in. They actually should take Joe Namath's plaque out of the hall. And hang it up at Golden Corral or someplace like that. That's how garbage he was. And don't tell me that he was good and it was a different time. I've heard that. Don't bother with that. It doesn't matter. Different eras, different time. Look at basketball. Okay, Wilt Chamberlain would dominate any era, any time. Bill Russell, any era, any time. Okay. Johnny Unitas would probably be able to play in today's NFL. Joe Montana would be able to play in today's NFL. Steve Young would be able to play. Joe Namath? No. Terry Bradshaw? No fucking way. Terry Bradshaw would get stomped in this era. Absolutely stomped. All these Steeler fans. Look, Steeler fans, your defense won those titles. Terry made a couple throws here and there. You know, I mean, you got to put Terry in. He's unbelievable. He won so many times. Okay, cool. Not my favorite quarterback. The numbers, they don't wow me, but fine. You want to put Terry Bradshaw in? Cool. How the hell is Joe Namath in? How the hell is Bill Walton in the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame? Not the Collegiate Hall of Fame, the Pro Hall of Fame. And I love Bill Walton. He's one of my favorite guys. He's somebody I look up to. I just want to know, how is he in? Dennis Rodman's in the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame because he was the greatest rebounder 
of our generation. I've never seen a guy rebound the basketball like that. Rebound the basketball. Rebound. Rebound the basketball. Rebound. I'm really sad to see that James Harrison has decided to leave the Steelers and go to the New England Patriots and join Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. You know, at first I thought that the Steelers made an awful move and decided to uh, to cut James Harrison, who's been with them about 400 years. You know, he's that workout warrior, wears 92, he's a linebacker, had his great moment um, a couple of years ago. He's a solid linebacker. I mean, he's been great. I, I like James Harrison. But he complained his way out, and then he joins the Patriots. And he ruins his legacy. I mean, why on earth would you do that? Why would you join the Patriots? Belichick and Brady, they're just going to use you for information, and then they're going to cut your ass. You're old, you're slow. I just, why would James Harrison do that? In other news, Patrick Mahomes is going to be starting in Kansas City. Alex Smith appears to be done. Patrick Mahomes is the future. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be a bust. Don't ask me what I'm basing that off of. It's just a feeling. I don't know if he's going to be good. I'm going to say he's going to be a disaster. Those type of system quarterbacks never do well in the NFL. Sanders, Dion might be joining the Florida State coaching staff. God, they need it. Willie Taggart's one of my favorite coaches. I think he'll be okay. But if they get Dion, I don't know. I mean, he has the credibility, but has he ever coached? You know, can he coach those guys? That would be great for Florida State. I just, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I think he has too good of a gig at NFL Network to be doing that. But you never know. And that wraps up the current events. I really am bummed about Harrison. I think he should have just gone out or just retired. I mean, he should retire at the end of the season. He probably should have retired two, three years ago. But, you know, what do I know? He's James Harrison. He's going to play a minor role for the Patriots. The New England Patriots. I really hope the Steelers beat them. I mean, that's ridiculous. What happened to being loyal and sticking it out? Everyone just looks out for themselves. The best opportunity. And they don't care. Nobody cares about the team anymore. It's all about me. It's all about yourself. I think there needs to be more loyalty in this world. Especially in the world of sports. Athletics. Have a good New Year's, everyone.